Welcome to the Craft Imperial Podcast, a weekly podcast about cigars, whiskey, and all the banter you could possibly want. You'll join your host, the Bourbon Cowboy, the Viking, as each week we get into different cigars, different whiskeys, budget, hard to find, unicorn, you name it. The rabbit holes we're going to go down, insights, opinions, conversation, new releases from Craft Impero, and anything else we can seem to let fall of our mouths that week. You guys enjoy this episode. Mahalo. He's got in there. Yeah. When our new bags come in, yeah, it's going to be fucking kicking uh, ass. Yeah, you like that one, I eh? do like yeah. it. Looks good. It does. Looks fits right in there with all the Warriors and the My Father stuff, too. That's cool. <laughs> All right, hello, guys. Welcome back to the Craft Pro Podcast. You are here with your host, the Viking. And the Bourbon Cowboy. And Slim Jimmy, the madman of Grand Cruz over there. Yeah, he is. He's working, though. He's always working. That's what he's doing. Yeah. He's always working at work. It's funny how that works. Yeah, I said work seven, eight times in, in that one sentence. Anyway, we are here at Grand Cru. We are hanging out on or in the back lounge. Um, right here next to the mintly fresh new garage door and the lovely patio. Yeah, it's so sweet. You can see outside, there's barely a cloud in the sky. It's freaking probably, I don't know, 58, 57 yeah, degrees. Crazy. Not crazy at it's all. It's warmer Super than cold yesterday. I got all my plants back out today. You put them back out today? Oh, yeah. Uh, they're all inside. They're all inside sunbathing and being lovingly watered. They've already been in a week, so I've, well, I don't have grow lights, so I've, I, I got dolly some them if you out. want them. I dolly them all out, and they're all happy. I'm, I'm pretty sure every Amazon driver thought I was like, right before marijuana was legal, they were like hanging out the front door for a while. I bought like 22 grow lights in a matter of three weeks. Got the pool all <laughs> dialed in and covered uh, up today. Yeah, I got mine closed today. Yeah. Basically spent all day at home. Um, I was supposed to go do my mama do it tomorrow afternoon. Yeah, yeah. All right, so the Cowboy's finishing up his cigar there. Um, we're very excited. We've been waiting to come down here to crew. These just released uh, last Thursday, I think, right? Is that when they dropped? Something like that? Last last Wednesday. Sometime between Wednesday and Friday, these dropped here at crew. And for all you guys in the video, you can see these are the Tatawahe 20th Anniversaries. Um, there's not really much else to say. We're very, very excited about these. We have not smoked these yet, and I'm going to repeat things I've said like twice in the past 20 minutes before we start hitting record on these. So, do you want to you want to do these? You want to start yeah. here? Yeah. Yeah. Give them a shot. See if they're any good. I'm excited about these. Like you guys know, if you've listened enough, like 10 year Miami is is in the, the Unico size and selection of Casadores is one of my uh, one of my if not favorite Tatawahe cigars. Um, and the one thing I really, really like, I'm going to go ahead and get this out of the way, is I'll show pictures and whatnot, but if you look at that, they didn't alter the anniversary label design at all. Like I guess I can't say at all. It's the same label design. They just went to a black and gold uh, with the white 20 um, instead of kind of the brown and white finish that's on 10-year, or golden white finish that's on 10-year Miami. And then we had 15 for a little bit, um, which those are long gone now so no fun there but this is the uh grande marvel marvel i don't know i don't know don't it is a six and a half by 40 
six. I think Jimmy just looked it up a minute ago. Um, yeah, excited about it, man. Obviously made um, in Esteli, Port Tatuai. Pepin's buying it. We all know that. Um, very excited, man. Yeah, let's get very it excited. up. It's just simple boxes, dude. Always get me. All right, let's get it. Anyway, we're going to do that cigar. And um, I brought, I just needed some toasted, um, toasted Elijah Craig. I drank baby. that last night. Really? Not that, the other one. Well, I had that at the Halloween party. I took, I had a little left. And it was so good, man. It was so smooth, so fantastic. And then I was at, I don't even remember where the hell I was, 46 bucks. So I no got shit. it. Oh, yeah, I saw one down at, um, I don't know if it was. Remember I told you I bought one at Captain Z's? It was like $54 or whatever last yeah. week. I think it was at Schnooks, to be quite honest with you, 46 bucks. Yeah, but you got a special Schnooks. I got 46 on that and then $20 on my uh, Melee. And I don't even know if that's the correct pronunciation. But anyway, we've talked about uh, toasted ra or toasted wrap. <laughs> You're hungry. Toasted barrel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I had a peanut butter sandwich before I came down here, so mm. I'm well ready to go. But no, I love this toasted shit. This is great. And to be quite honest, I'd like to snag a bottle of that Woodford that uh, Sheldon brought mm -hmm. Sunday because I thought that was really something special too. I, I really thought the taste profile on that was really good. I just don't remember whose barrel pick that was. I don't either. He, he definitely, I can go back and listen and find out. But yeah, I remember we said that. That's the one thing about Woodford. Like I'm not, not the world's largest fan of Woodford Reserve. No. Their barrel picks always seem to just kick it over the edge. And just be better. Mm. So we're hanging out down here at Grand Crew. Done the pockets here a few times. Yeah, Our events and, and everything. Hopping. It's bumping. It's definitely hopping. It's bumping. We're going crazy out here. Good things happen is me and you. Fucking, we're going nuts. All right, we're we'll um, light these up. Yeah, I'm 35 steps ahead of you there. All right, good. Um. Jimmy just got done doing this recon, this kind of reconstruction back here. Or not reconstruction, I guess you'd call it an uh, expansion kind of facelift shit. What up, good looking? Where are you running? I'll be back. All right. What's up, buddy? I just got to run around the corner real quick. There All right. are four or three different versions in there. Oh, right on. All right, well. Something new? Um, he doesn't even carry the brand anymore, I'll tell you about it. <laughs> um, it's like... Three months too late with I love that guy. That's hilarious. I like the vest, man. We were, He's you know, I like to rock the vest. Uh, <laughs> fucking Tommy, man. I love that guy. He's such a looks like my blue vest. Dude, like great. three no no no. Like three months ago, he was talking about Black Star Line. He's like, you guys should do him on the podcast. I mean, well, they're on the podcast. <laughs> oh man. Um but uh, no, Jimmy just got done doing this um, build-out expansion back, back here in this the kind of warehouse space. It's always always been here, um, but tables expanded, wooded it up. It looks it looks really really cool. Um, 
and it's kind of the I call it it's like the back lounge because up front you've got the you've got the seating area up front right there with the TVs and that's the jam heart of the conversation right there. Um, which I walked in and found you in the heart of it. It's kind of like the little <laughs> VIP lounge, kind of. Yeah, and you don't know, you got you, the glass, yeah. you got the outside, you can see everybody walking by. Hey, oh, I was talking. I was talking up front. You you grab your seat up there. You grab that seat. Don't get up and walk away. Fucking seat's gone, dude. Oh Who's yeah, taking that seat. Yeah, he's, he's a, when I, I just f- walked in, I took a seat. Next thing I know, the guy comes in. I go, oh, I didn't know that was your seat. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> when I like, first, oh, no problem, bro. Ooh. I first started coming to crew in 14, 15, I think. I used to, all when I'd come in, I'd sit right at the front by the, um, under the smoke eater. I'd sit right there. And then I didn't even know this existed. How much I don't pay attention because look, I mean, you're sitting right there. The humidor's right there, and the bathroom's right there. You didn't have to go anywhere else. Just you were, you were right there, um, until like I think it was 16 or 17. I walked back here the first time, and then in uh, 18 we came down here for the Christmas party. Right. Right. You know what I mean? And I was like, oh, there's a whole fucking space back here. You can play yeah, it's with. awesome. I remember coming down here for a couple of the uh, Chiefs playoff games. It's fantastic. Yeah. Well, that's one of the cool things that um, Jimmy, everybody added is this. It's like, is it eight panels, I think? Uh, four wide, three. So I think it's uh, 12. Okay. So 12 panels um, that all react together uh, to make this fucking monster tv screen but you can break them down too right like can you you get oh so you can you can split it in half or fours or anything like that super cool yeah when i'm yeah. down here like and, and see, trying to ask somebody to do that they'd be like uh i don't know how to do that mm. <laughs> that's one of the does everybody know how to do that can right it's like it does it but i don't expect Bro, we got much. three steps Fans on off. Well, I'm pretty much like that too, kind of. I remember. I remember we were sitting out here one day, and somebody's somebody's phone was hooked up to the Bluetooth, (laughs) and they kept walking away. Jimmy's like, "The hell's going on with the music?" (laughs) And then I think it might have been Brian because he'd walk back in, the music would get stronger again. Then he'd leave, and it's fucking cracking up. Or I'm at the farm. I got a nice little groove going, and then the chitter chat thread starts, and it's like. Bloop cuts the music. Bloop cuts the music. Oh, that's just so fucking good. Ooh. Oh, that was not smart. So yes, very nice. So, yeah, um, Grand Crew is pretty much not pretty much. This is a uh, Tatuaje headquarters. This is where all of my Tatuaje no comes from. Um, so much that sometimes Jimmy hates me, but. It's true. It's not just me, though. It's you, and it's every other Tatuaje fan, so it's fine. Well, it's I would fine. say the regulars are there's, me, you, and Soifer. I oh, mean, and there's a list of, like, 12 other Yeah, dudes. I know he does, yeah, but, but for our little crew. He tells, me, he tells me all the time, every time something's coming, I'm like, yo, can I make sure I get, like, two or three of those? Because you fucking Tatuaje, guys. And it's always something. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> Bunch of fucking hoodlums. I, mean, I, I can't complain whenever I get stoked about my yeah yeah um but yeah this is this is uh this is where we found out about stolen throne um this uh with lee and then jimmy just got the it's yorktown fleet right he he said that was amazing that's the new one that he released 
Oh, really? He's, I haven't had it yet. It's here. It's, oh. I was going to grab some before we left. but I just saw a box in there. Is it the Red Lobster or something that's on one side? Like, it looks like a lobster. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Is that theirs? Uh -oh. Um, oh, restaurant, Cheddar Biscuits. Yeah, there you go. Um, I don't know. I don't know what, what that Red Lobster is. Well, the other box next to it's empty, so. Well, I guess we'll have to look I always at that forget and find which, out what which, that is. Uh, stolen throne we like. The, Crook the, of the Crown. Crook of the Crown. Yeah. I think they're out of those. Yeah. So there was, I think that's the, maybe it's not a lobster, but whatever the crook of the crown, the next oh, one is Oh, you mean empty. like the, the box. crow on the crown? Yeah. Oh. See, either you got Cyclops, Hooligan, Reaper, not crook of the clown or crown. Crook of the and, crown. It's really crook of the crown. It's not, it's not as hard as some of the things rolls off your tongue. I'm just like, oh my God, what was that? Imagine if I could speak Spanish. Yes. Yeah. That'd I don't want to imagine that. All right, Mark. So what do you think so far of this? Uh, uh, the I'm kind of doing your headline. Size is <laughs> I'm very, very happy with it. The size is great. I don't want to talk too much about it yet. I'm just, I know, me too. But I'm enjoying the shit out of it Because right I remember now. when I had the 15, I didn't say nothing. And well, then all I'm, of a sudden, I'm trying to not do that thing that I do. I get excited for it, then I grab it, and I smoke it, and I instantly start trying to judge it. Yeah. And, and here's I, the other thing. And I'll piss my own self off. And I'll try not to smoke it too fast, because I did that with that face. I got in here, got those boxes ripped that fucker open and looked at it. It was like, God oh, damn, put it in my mouth, started fucking that's sucking a, it and going. That's a beef stick, man. That face is a beef yeah, stick. I, I finished it before work, though. <laughs> I know, it's a beef stick. Oh, But God. I am like you now, man. I'm like, there's two sizes. There's a bigger one, and this one's kind of a Toro size, but... Mm. Um, this is more of a Corona. Go more Corona. What did I say? Toro. This is nowhere near oh, a Toro. Corona. That's, yeah. That over there is more a Toro. Oh. Or a Lonsdale, maybe. Well, I always worry about getting the bigger ones now, but I really shouldn't. But anyway, no crazy reason for him. And I'm glad. I actually, this is kind of cool. I just figured we get both sizes and then we can share. Yeah, yeah like. of course. One thing that I was very happy about is, you know, Tatuai has been playing around that 58 ring gauge thing, right? Like the the face came up into that into that ring gauge, and then the Kahonu was it 15, night or 20? Was it 21? What was the Bellicosa Cajona that came out? Is that 58 ring gauge and then? Yeah, that, I don't know if that was 15, because the 18 just came out. Right, right? That's, the, that's in there. 21, so I and think then 15. Maybe that was 15 or 21, whichever one it was. But that one, remember we smoked that one. Just yeah. Big, big fucking cigar. And Sing, obviously it's not like every fucking release he's done, he's gone that big. He hasn't, but I was very worried that the 20th was going to come and one you know you knew one was going to be more towards Pete's style of size obviously it's his 20th anniversary but I was kind of worried that the second or third release however many sizes were actually available that you were going to get one of those jammed up 58 or 56 plus kind of blow-ups and one thing he does though I, is with some most a lot of the mid ring gauges like with the base I, I feel like kind of tapers them a little mm -hmm. bit so, you know, it's not like that with the Grand Colonia. Nope. But 
the rest because I, I was a little leery of the face. But it, it's almost like a, a taper yeah it's funny you say that because the one thing i said that saved whatever that kahuna is that we're talking about the one thing that saved it for me the reason i have some i smoke them is because of that tapered bellicosa like when the cigar's in your mouth it's like a 48 50 it's not it's just you look down at it and it's you know the fucking cigars are three inches wider at the end you know one of those interesting point of view videos like that yeah <laughs> you know but no, I mean, especially with you, this has been happening, you know, since we met and it's a lot more of your own accord. Well, it's pretty much your, all your own accord now, but you very much differed away from all the 60 shit, really 56 up. You know, you're not, there's a couple that you get. You know, you like, you like the, the grand tour on the Jaime's with the blue, blue and tan labels, the Jaime Garcia's. Yeah. You smoke the double tour on that, don't you? But I think my size that I was used to with Asylum and maybe the um, the Romeo and Juliet mm -hmm. um, I, that, six, that I was six, smoking six. a lot before I came to St. Louis. And then I kind of kept it up, especially with Asylum. Mm -hmm. But the Las Caveras, out of all of them that came, and I, and I, I don't, it's hard for me to remember the years, but the purple. 21. The 21. That was kind of my go-to, at least the size that I bought. 20. Sorry, that was 20. Yeah, I really enjoyed the hell out of it. Um, and it worked out really well. And yeah. then that beef stick of the face, I've had I've had like four of those now. And it's just an all-around good, I think, beefy cigar is really yeah, good. I think that names it pretty good. No, no doubt about that. It's just the one thing that I've really fallen in love with is... Like Jimmy said, you know, those bigger sizes. Like you heard him say Grand Cajona, right? That's when I told you it comes in boxes of 10 or 12, I think. And wow. they are, uh, it's, it's Cajona, but they're just big 662s. Straight, or 660s. Just straight, thick, big, bold, strong, punching cigars. You know. But um, I love, 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 as I said, just right now what I'm trying to do is I so badly want to uh, compare this off the top of my head to 10th, you know, or to newer Tatawai stuff. But I haven't even looked the blend up on this yet. Well, the retrohale, you know. <clears throat> I just retrohaled it and there's some spicer for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and it it tickled my nose, which no normally that doesn't happen. Well, this is, we've talked about this. Um, I mean, is that a thing? Because I'm just saying that that was kind of a, a tickle. Tickling of the nose is what I call, when, remember when we talk about black pepper? Like yeah. how it's like, it's spicy on your tongue, but then you retro and it kind of, it almost like you're going to sniff, like it tickles your nose. Is that what you mean? Very seldom do I sneeze because yeah. I put a lot of pepper in my food. And the other day I sneezed and I was telling Jenny, I'm like, oh my God, I sneezed pounding some pepper in there. So, you know, some of my senses, I'm assuming as I get older, whatever, they change. Right. All of us do. Um, but this first retrohale on that was a little. <laughs> you know him? Oh, yeah. Uh oh. I don't think about him, it's his dog. Yeah. 
Oh, well. Yeah, no, I'm very, very, very pleased with it so far. It does, it does have um, kind of what you expect, though. I mean, there's, there's a little bit spice to it. It's not, it's not like some extreme Lajero forward blow up on your tongue kind of craziness, but there is that kind of mouth watering, um, slight tickle of the nose when you retro it. Yeah, it's so cool. Far, but it's so got, good. it's got a really calm smoke to it, though. It's not, uh, it's not a really big big draw now you definitely can pull it to create a lot of, of combustion but it's i don't know i'm very the size is great it's really cool this way because i've just been smoking botanicas from fucking tatuai now for like three years uh like the no uh they did it on the 10 year um uh 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 private private label or what do they call it? Private label or private blend of Tatuaje Limiteds. The special sizes had Britannicas. Ty, what's up, baby? Um, a lot of these Britannica sizes. Uh, the 10 year came out and we had the dinner with uh, Casey and, and Dan were down. Yep. That size on 10. Um, then there's the Tuxla. Oh, Tuxla came in it too. Well, that's the Kappa 7th. The Tuxla was in this small in the smaller size, but this is this is kind of reminiscent to me of um, Fausto, the Lonsdale's that um, old boy in Chicago got. The size kind of plays into it a little bit. Up down, up down, got him in Chicago. Um, Casey was all jazzed up about those and was pissed and heard it didn't have any of them, so we got them. Anyway, so I was going to say while we're smoking these, enjoying this toasted barrel of Elijah Craig, um, we had our Sunday, which was Stogie's um, and Cinema, yeah. which went really well. And um, now the man Russian is in Colorado getting some tattoo tattoo work further on in that place he's at nuts, what, right? What do you get, a sauna first, a rub down and a little something, something? Dude, that guy, that and dude. Then, looks like where you go if you're a god to get a tattoo that or artist well that artist he's i don't know how the hell the russian managed to find him that I place mean, is that, crazy look, i love that guy that's fucking love him searching skills are you know whatever but he sent pictures of that the first time and then he met he met the the artist the owner of the place the guy's like a published ink magazine for years he's He's a very reserved artist. Like he, that's not the tattoo shop that you go to and you walk in. You're like, I'm 21. I want a smiley face. No, that's the tattoo shop. I walk in. I go, man, this is gonna cost me some money. Yeah, dude. It's like <laughs> it's so right, right. <laughs> you're you're uh, marked when you walk in. It's not a it's not a 20% deposit. It's like okay, so we're gonna spend 16 hours total together. So you might as well get used to this, you know, and, and sit down. And, and it's beautiful. It looks way different. They they finished a lot of that from the last time he sent me pictures of it oh and it's i really like i think it's really kind of cool that you have a tattoo shop and most tattoo shops are what they're kind of grunge they're darker music is up even if you got really like i remember when i walked into hart and huntington and i got uh my calaveras done um when i walked in there you know it's hart and huntington it's one of the most renowned tattoo shops across the country and uh, it still was the the skater punk, the surf vibe, the tattoos, piercings, you know, the big blowout. <laughs> I think there's something really interesting about a white marble and gold with 
brown leather chairs and all the utensils and ink are hidden in stainless steel cabinets beneath the marble. It's like you're walking into like a my garage, fucking now. church, <laughs> and you're gonna paint your body. <laughs> it just looks like fun. But I think he's been doing a pretty good job. I mean, I'm not a tattoo artist, but I mean, you know, you got to make Mark's it arm? you. Yeah, his art that oh, he's dude, got, that, it's, it's really nice. It's look. utterly insane. It's you have to, stuff. when he gets back, you have to look at it again. So he's fixing the, not fixing, he's adding the deeper color to the eyes. But he put this metallic blue just under the white lining of her eyes on his arm. So when he moves his arm, the eyes follow you. Oh, it's crazy. It's, it's got something to do with like the metallic, or the, I keep saying metallic, it's probably not right. There's a glimmer in the ink that that makes it, make probably you know like god it like goddesses coming down during your tattoo and there's got golden wings and they're who fucking knows i don't know so what are you smoking tommy a cigar <laughs> you know what <laughs> your speaking privileges are about to be revoked okay what are you drinking okay. the sad part is he has to clarify what he normally smokes on a thursday evening ah good exactly. point that's yeah. why i said cigar okay sorry because all the girls the guy, there's jobs. no dick tonight there's no dick tonight Sorry. all the girls will get jealous it's a right so what i'm drinking is from <laughs> brewery it is a collaboration they do with the foundry distillery up in kansas city so this is right out of kansas city you know foundry source you know foundry um right off the top of my head where's no. it at in kc in kansas city where? No, but where it in gets... In Kansas City. I'm going to fucking throw... You can't do that, because if I knew the answer, I would have given you the Exactly. So... Are you on his fucking side now? Exactly, yes, that's right. Well, yes, I'm just yes. getting used to how he answers yes. questions. He doesn't. Because he answers them <laughs> with no real answer. It was an honest answer. Right, now, no, 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 no I record, get it. For 100 proof, that is buttery. You oh, buttery. That. Yeah, with the yeah, we definitely fucking tray of ice you have in there, too. Well, thank you. Tray of ice. Hey, I like shrinkage. Leave me alone. Now, you listen to any <laughs> Especially great... Especially on Thursdays. <laughs> you know, it's like the whole neat thing over ice and whatever. It's whatever makes you happy, man. I know. Yeah. Right. My theory is it's my cigar, it's my alcohol. I'm going to drink the way I choose. And you'll put exactly. it wherever you want to. Ain't nobody arguing um, that. But long story short, this, I believe... And I might be lying to you as a San Cristobal. That's it what it looked gifted, like. It was gifted to me up in Weston a couple weeks oh, ago. Oh, how did uh, a cigar or whiskey fest go? Cold. Yeah, no shit. I mean, when we started, it was 39 degrees, and an hour later, it was 32. Does Zeb have the, uh, we have all the, sir. So close. Something about that collaboration is local. Here's what I'm going to tell you. I bought this shit in Boulevard's factory in Kansas City. Got so it. So all of you take my place on this Thursday evening and eat the entire bag of dicks. <laughs> my entire bag of dicks. 
I do believe you started that conversation with it's a distillery outside Kansas City. Well, he wasn't wrong. Des Moines is outside Kansas City, so. I just don't know exactly. Okay, I guess I guess you nailed that one. That's great. What I will say is it's very good for hunting because you guys know I don't like the high fruit. But and I'm, you don't you don't really do the the bourbon. You're a Scotch guy. Scotch, yes, but lately I've been drowning myself in bourbon. Really? What's wrong? Nothing. <laughs> I am living my best fucking life. All right, right on. Well, drowning, well, drowning is, is a you know, negative thing, but you are saying it's a bit of a positive in, thing. No, wait, I am drowning in pussy. There is nothing negative about that. Well, well now I mean, you brought it to another level. Like so now pounding is like pussy related. Let me tell you, life is... Oh, hello. Oh, Hi. Is that guy from... How you doing? Alaska? Hi. Or something? I mean, good oh, that's God. The shop mascot. Aren't you just beautiful? Oh, he's a big boy, huh? Yep, and he is a good boy. Come here. Ruckus. Yeah, he is. Ruckus, come here. Excuse me, sir. Chris. Chris? He might have his earbuds. Oh, okay. Chris! Yeah. <laughs> Hey, bud. What kind of dog? I'm sorry, I can't hear shit. That's all right. <laughs> um, uh, three quarter Pyrenees, a quarter lab. Oh, right on. Pyrenees and lab. Big and beautiful. Yeah, he's a big boy. Yeah. It's super sweet. Yeah, he's a pretty good one. Uh, he knows that they're right around here, going to give him a treat. Oh, uh, a little smart man. <laughs> um, all right, so what do you think so far? I like it. I mean, I mean the construction, everything. It's smooth. It's silk. It, the draw is fantastic. The label is awesome, and um, it has some spice. Like I already said, the the um, I got the tickle on the nose thing going, and uh, I just because I know how this usually goes. It's these usually change because I remember on the 15, I smoked it for about 20, 30 minutes, and then all of a sudden something opened up and it changed and it was a little different. And I've, I've been kind of waiting to see if anything, but so far it's been pretty uh, consistent of a very good spicy smoking. cigar. These are the, you want one? 20th anniversary. Or the Tatuai 20th anniversary. Okay. Yeah. I just didn't know what you were smoking. Yeah. I ran in, I. I Text Jimmy last week. He said they came in, so we set the podcast up today and came in and got our boxes. So, um, yeah, very much been looking forward to this. I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I really, really, I'm, I'm very much enjoying this. I'm probably going to go back to back and just do the other size. And there's sweetness but in this too. There, uh, there is, but it's it's a but real it's, nice sweetness. It's, it's mild it's, sweetness. Yeah, but I, I got again. I'm going to say that it's more. Yeah, you hate to say fruit because that gives off like that that tart, you know, sour kind of sweet combustion, like strawberry kind of thing. I don't mean like that, but there's definitely, definitely sweetness to it. But again, it's not sugar. It's not. It's not. You can't. You're not gonna be able to pinpoint it. I don't think. But it's got a. It's got a really good hold on the side of your tongue. And it leaves it leaves the the nose immediately when you retrohale it. It, it doesn't hang out up here, you know. It does space out and roll off, you know. Yeah, here. Yeah, it's definitely got a little smoother um, on the retrohale as we mm -hmm. we move along through here. 
yeah, it, but it's got a, but I really like, but the, the tobacco the itself, the flavor of it, it seems like it's got some years behind it. Oh, I'm um, sure it does. Um, like, I don't know, I can't really add to that. I mean, it just seems like it's got some years behind it. So, I mean, I don't know how to say it any better than that. There's, but, there's, uh, I'm with you, there's no way it doesn't. I'm gonna finally, I haven't looked this up at all yet, but I'm gonna go ahead and do it. The blend, do you know it? Well, I'm just curious. Is there is there age behind it? Any like anything you know substantial? Yeah, I don't know. That's all I wanted. That's all I wanted to see. Um, yeah, you're right. That's just a double binder. That's all it really says. I, and aesthetically, it's just pretty, man. I mean, it, it, that looks good. That's, I like it. And it's kind of, it, I do like that I get it's 20 years, right? So they kind of altered the, the design. You know, or again, actually, they didn't alter the design. They just kind of worked it up a little bit. And um, you guys see this dog? It's fucking huge. Yeah, he's a big boy. Yeah, he's massive. Ruckus, come here. Ruckus. You want a cigar too? No, come here. He's like, well, I don't know. He's all right. He's all right. right. <laughs> I mean, it's a Thursday. He's not doing that today. It's all right. And one of the nice things when you open it up, which um, it's got like a gold tinfoil. Every with Tatawahe nicely, I mean, this would make if a nice little bathroom. If you did the wallpaper in this, would be pretty cool. Yeah, he'll probably repost that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little yeah. Re uh, almost a little all 20th is Coreline, right? This is going to be Coreline. Okay, all Coreline. I think the only exception is. A Kahonu and Selection of Cazadores, I think just Miami. Everything else Coraline comes wrapped. Either in the the foil or it's gonna have um I think primarily it's like all black label silver. Does Veroku I have a box I haven't opened. Does Veroku wrap at all? They're just faced, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But no doubt it's cool. I like it. Oh, yeah. Very excited about the cigar. Very, very much. So, all right. So, yeah, we had we had Stogie yeah, Cinema on Sunday. That was cool. I watched American Werewolf in London. Yeah, it was more than cool. It was we like... A, we lit a fire in a fucking 100-year-old <laughs> fireplace that... You yeah, know well, we... You know me and fire. I'm all fucking about it. Anywhere, anything. Well, I thought we were going to do it for the next time, but then all of a sudden... I looked up and that... Ed Russian jumps up and he's like... I'll be right back. 
and yeah. we're on the second floor as like he climbed the Himalayas with a, a freaking backpack of lumber. Dude, comes up and I'm like, I'm like, I'm asking him over and over, like, do you want to do this? Yeah, I don't care. I have a fire extinguisher. I'm like, well, that's not the point. I got a dude. fire. Like, hey, we can burn it down. I got water, fire extinguisher. We're not saving the whole house, dude. You need to understand. At his house. I told him you were working the firehouse. We were fine, yeah. I was like, hey, I was like, hey, don't worry about it. The good news is Tommy's at the firehouse. Does anybody know the number to 911? No one answered me. But um, that's a great joke. It's on the sand lot, dude. Literally the best joke ever. But um Yeah, so we end up and we like that fire dude and for 35 minutes. <laughs> smoke alarms are going off. We're opening doors and windows. I'm like, Mark, we can put it out. He goes, no, nah, it's cool. Don't worry about it. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Then all of a sudden, <laughs> all the shit that was in the fireplace fell down. Smoke cleared out. Epic fireplace, dude. This thing is amazing. It's yeah. so cool. What have you been doing, man? You should have had this rock. He's like, no, nah, I've never done this. This is fireplace. Say, yeah, we had that thing food? fucking going, man. I say, I've seen this fireplace. <laughs> yeah. Show Jimmy. Yeah, that thing going, dude. His house is gorgeous. The house is weird. No, the house is gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, need a park. it's very That's eccentric. why it's weird. It's very eccentric. Like, the guy who lived there before, we've met him. He's a super cool guy. And yeah, have, um, have you met him? The things he's done have been really cool. Yeah, the guy that, that Russian bought the house from? No, I haven't. So the whole time that... I thought he was there that uh, day. You he, he left before Tommy. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. Um, so the whole time, for months... The Russian's talking about this guy, and he's like, oh, he's, you know, he's had a divorce for a long time, and his ex-wife and their kids, and he doesn't want to do this, doesn't want to do that. And he just moved to the Ozarks. So we're immediately thinking, like, older gentlemen. I was, you know, too. got. Then this dude shows up one day, sleeve of tattoos, Ray-Bans on, hair slicked up. He's got, like, the corner of the polo tucked in. He's, like, 38. I'm like, who's this guy? Oh, this is who I bought the house from. I'm like, hey, you fucking dude. No, what are you talking about? This guy got divorced and went to the Ozarks? What is he doing? Like, he goes, oh, yeah, nice guy. Great dude. Funnier than hell. So Soifer texts him and goes, hey, have you ever burned this fireplace? He goes, oh, yeah, all the time. Just light it on fire and go. I'm like, you know, I don't know that I'm on par with that. It was, it was funnier shit, though. We had the whole house. I mean, we were, he was pulling smoke arms out of the ceiling. <laughs> Oh, like, Mark, just because you make the noise go away doesn't mean that the house isn't on fire. So, in when you looked into it, so it is a brick on brick fireplace, yeah. right? So, it is 100% fire brick, no liner, no nothing. And laid back and looked up in it, and to the left of the flute, there was what, what do you put together? Squirrel's nest or something from yeah. whenever. And we burned it out. And it, it once it burnt out, minutes. once it burnt out and fell. It oh, did it got house. it got warm in there? We opened probably windows. Don't suggest like, yeah. that, but that's what we did. It was a very home improvement, you know, Tim Allen fixing. So, not a big deal. But I will say this: this thing um, is moving along. It's not like a slow smoker. Um, the burn's moving along. Now we've probably been in this 15, 20 minutes. Thirty-nine. Really? Okay. There's a clock. It's right there. Yeah. 39 minutes, yeah. But, no, I am very, very pleased. And this is why I told you when we started, I did not want to rush it because I immediately would draw down to, you know, I smoke. My, you know, my favorite Tatuai is 10-year Miami. Unicos. Like, I fucking love that goddamn cigar. Um, 
I smoke them often, and I immediately would just draw back to that. But I, I like it. It'd be kind of cool to figure out the double nickel binder that's going on. I haven't had you the ten in a while, but it seems a little earthy, if I remember correctly, a little more earthy. This seems to have a little more sweetness to it um, with the spice. Um, but again, the sweet is not like, you know, it's just kind of back in there a little bit. It's not right. like anything that um, overpowers you, but you can feel a little sweetness in there with the spice. I'll take that. I Don't retro it for a little while. Kind of pull back and just kind of hold it tongue side, but... Um, just how you know we're excited for a cigar release because we only talk this much about the actual cigar when I'm excited. Normally we do this in the after thing, but we're going to do it now. I don't care. But then we leave. We uh, It took me 25 minutes to, f to get the fucking Chiefs game on that TV because, I mean, who doesn't, who doesn't have an antenna? But whatever. We got it on. Then the Chiefs shit the bed and just, I mean... Went, went to Denver and got mild high up the ass. And now they're yeah, flying well, to well, Germany they tomorrow. They were three and two at that point, maybe. I, I'm not quite Ooh. sure, but Denver. Um, they'd only won a couple games, I think. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. My only worry about it is now these guys are in Stockholm, Germany? or They fly tomorrow. Okay, so they're going to be in Stockholm, Germany. And they haven't been putting up a lot of points. Um, and now they're going to go to Stockholm and play Miami. So I'm a little concerned about that. Then we're going to have back. to put up a lot of points. The only saving grace is they do come back and have a bye. So That's but, not a saving grace, though, if you lose to the top team in the AFC. As well, far because as then they come go, back and play you know. Philadelphia at home. So that, just, that whole scenario sucks. Yeah, but it won't suck if they can go out there and be themselves and do their normal yeah. thing. And everybody catches the ball, everybody's tackling well, and things get back on course. Well, and, and, and I tell yeah. you, if, if Casey's defense keeps playing the way they're playing and this offense shows up the way we know it can, it's going to be a really good game. Oh, yeah, you know? at 8. But you can't, you can't be putting up nine points against a team that's averaging 31. No. It doesn't work that way. You can't, no. you, you, that's, that's not a winning recipe right there. That sucks. Kelsey's going to have to put on his winged shoes and make some moves. Oh, well, cheers. He's going to have to go, go, go. Let's be clear. Yeah. Taylor's got those on. <laughs> Shut up. God. So this is a beer uh, collaboration, huh? I, and it's, well, Boulevard's a brewery, right? They right? finish it in some of the beer barrels after they aged in the whiskey barrels it's i don't know exactly the whole story but it's got a real creamy finish i think oh you haven't had it yet yeah i just finished i'll pour it on that i'm gonna sit on that here a minute it's not i don't know okay so the only beer whiskeys that i've had um Balvi balvini when they did the stories, they had one chapter one, two, and three, and two was the week of Pete, or the Pete of, week of Pete. Three was I'm looking I'm looking up. He went in in the shop. 
three was something a bar that was a really expensive bottle. But then the first one was an American something, and that was actually finished in Pilsner stainless drums. And it was kind of cool. Scotch, Scotch is a total different realm than than whiskey, right? right. You know, um, it was kind of cool because it really elevated the, the peat attraction to it, but almost finished it with more of a like like a almost like a, the head of a beer is kind of how the the scotch finished it was really really it was just way too light like that is a light light scotch you know um but the reason i bought this honestly was a wonderful cigar rep out in the world a gentleman by the name of brandon luna oh yeah i'll be luna highly recommended it because in his opinion, is he still with mcauliffe yeah yeah in his opinion, there is a banana-esque quality to it. I'll go plantain. I won't say banana, but I'd go plantain. It's Luna. He doesn't even know the difference in a plantain and a banana. Hey, now. <laughs> you leave him alone. Thank you so much, brother. Yeah, yeah. Take care, my man. All right, brother. Nice seeing you. Dick got a little too deep in your throat? <laughs> it never happens to me. I learned. Um, plantain, I'll definitely, I'll definitely tell you that. I mean, it's it's curious because plant. I can I can see that it's there. What it is for me is it's it's doing that beer thing. Like it's it's a weeded whiskey. There's no doubt about that. Well, sure. It's, it's sweet. Um, but no. Foundry is the whiskey company. Right, I understand that. Uh, but when it finishes, again, it's like the, the head of a beer, you know, like a blue moon. I see what you're saying. Like, like, a, like a blue it's moon. It's kind of hoppy or, there right on the end. Um, uh, like a, uh, a Hefeweizen, you know, like a big draft. That's kind of there. It's kind. It's cool. It's it unique. drying out the, the yeah. palate a Yeah, it, it's, it's unique. Um, I don't know. That's cool. Let's sit on it a little bit. And it's a bottle and bond, which is super unique. Mm-hmm. 100 proof, which is crazy. Yeah. It doesn't taste hot like a normal 100 proof. It's not at all. It's not at all. Like if, if you were if you were going to talk about feel, uh, like like texture of, of quote proofing, the toasted barrels mounds above proofing, yeah. you know, and it's 94 blend. Um, yeah, that's that's not. I'm not mad at that at all. It does something fun to the cigar though. Now it's really sweet. <laughs> So, side note, um, updates. Updates. No longer with them. I know, I joked about that when you were inside, okay. yeah. Uh, no longer with Big Sky. Okay. Um, do you or do you not work for Crown Heads? No, I do not. Okay. You feel all things? Yes. All things. Are you, are you playing with Michaela at all? Now that now that Mickey's up there, no. Um, the way this is all played out, uh, sit in that chair and scoot towards him, please. The way this all played out was there. You go. Uh, we talked about. Don't get yourself in any trouble. I mean, you know, the whole fucking world listens to us, like Joe Rogan. So. Not worried about it at all. <laughs> Common knowledge, as far as I'm concerned. Right on. Uh, there's ongoing discussions about how I will fit in with McAuliffe someday, if I fit in. But 
Because yeah. is there, I'm, I'm sorry, is there a local McAuliffe rep? McAuliffe, well, yeah, McAuliffe, yeah, whatever? was uh, Jeremy, the, the guy that was based in Ohio. That's right, because he took over Jared when Jared went to Davidoff, yeah. right? Yeah, okay. So, but now Missouri's entire team <clears throat> is Brandon Luna. Oh, dope. That means Luna will be back down there. Yep. All right, cool. Uh, so at Whiskey Fest, yeah. I was representing both All Saints and McAuliffe. Right on. Not a bad thing. No. Uh, I know enough about the product that I could get through it and not embarrass McAuliffe. Yeah, me too. Uh, the Some of his products incredibly overpriced, and if you want to smoke anything that's really good, stay on the Grande side and go to Maduro or Connecticut. Bam, McAuliffe. Matafina, Libra. Uh, but anyways. Uh, no, do so. <laughs> to answer the question you asked me a moment ago, no. I am not employed there. Uh, I was, I don't know who knows what as far as what's been released yet, so I'm not going to put out there what I was told other than I was not selected for the job. I'm okay with for ground? Yeah, oh yeah, I know, I know. I just, I wanted to see if you were in the facet at all. Yes. Um, they went with a more in-house, mm -hmm. which I get it. I'm not hating on anybody. So, I'm just doing my due, man. Hell yeah. I, I scaled back because really, you look at United's portfolio. Well, United's huge, dude. We talked about that before. Like, just, just, just United alone. Why why the, the leave from uh, Big Sky? Because, you know, Marshall's, Marshall's dope, and those guys are really cool. Brandon is a Brandon. Brandon is who, who we talked to. Yeah, Brandon Marsh. Thank you. Dude. And Marshall Copeland, right? Is that the, the two? No. Which, who's Marshall Copeland? I don't know. Who's Big Sky? No, it's Jess. Just Brandon? Brandon and Jesse. Hmm, okay. Is I don't know. Well, I'll, I'll show you what I'm talking about later. But, okay. Yeah, I thought Anyways, it was somebody. But... Uh, no. I... I tendered my resignation. I'm still yep. friends with them. It just, cool. It's a matter of being able to do service to the lines I represent. And I don't know how brokers that have six or eight lines do justice to their lines. Well, because think about think about a lot of brokers, right? So when, when you look at, uh, take the uh, Polar family, right? They're brokers, but they're brokers for Pepin. So inside of that, Brings in the Jaime line, the My Father line, Tatuaje. Um, you roll in, in that facet, right. right? So those companies and the different entities, they all have a linking to each other, right? right? Whereas you, you were a unique broker that I thought was, I told you this. I'm not telling you, I'm telling you anything you haven't heard or we talked about last time around here. I was right. like, dude, you got a lot of shit. But you also never had any problem doing all of it at one time it's right. just there were such a range Diverse of, group of like bro when you you would drop off samples and then you know the ziploc the ziploc bag is still the best sample dropper offer ever but in that one bag was nine companies and it's like uh okay you know you're going from united firecrackers uh to uh, <laughs> from there to the big sky cryptid to uh, fall back down Byron, right? Like just this random realms of, you know, some of the cigars were fantastic. Some, depending on who smoked, like there was a lot that I'm like, that's not my shit, but there was a lot that was like, dude, these are fucking great. 
know, then you find out what Byron costs or what you have to do to be on that. Right. You know, it's like, well, damn, man, you know, you got this great product, but you you want a retailer to give you a lot of money well, to, really, you know. They don't. I mean, let's. I'm going to concentrate right now on United just for mm -hmm. the, for the short minute. They really don't. You want to get in on Atabay Byron? Okay. Cost you two grand. Well, that's not nearly as bad. It will cost you two. What's the facing requirement, though? See, that's where it gets weird. The cost isn't necessarily the issue. It, you got to do basically, and again, this is not etched in stone, but it is a basic nine box face. Right, right. So it's 333 United, um, Lagiana, Lagrafalo. Lagrafalo. Isn't that um, uh, Garofalo, uh, two guys? Well, it's all of its days. Yeah. Oh, okay. Dave owns United. Dave Garofalo owns United. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, okay. No. Because you remember, you remember his Garofalo, the, the Sun yeah, Orange label. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad smoke. Is, is <clears throat> Those are good. Yeah. Head man that runs United Cigars. Oh, okay. Dave Garofalo owns United Cigars. Okay, I didn't know that. I knew I knew the the firecracker thing was coming out of Two Guys Smoke Shop. I knew that. Uh, I just I didn't know that Dave. I don't think you ever told me that. If you did, I missed it completely. Yeah, Dave Sorry. owns the entire shooting match. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, but it's support United. Mm-hmm. Bring in the Abuela, the Montosa, and something. Put it in your store. You're in for fifteen hundred bucks. Come around next year. You're still supporting those three lines. You want to bring in Anna Bay Byron? They're gonna figure out a way to do that for you. But still, you never smoke me, that cigar. When you call me and say, "Hey, I want Anna Bay Byron," no. Right, and and I I, I get it that that, work that way. yeah. See, Bay, I've still never smoked an Atabay. I I I haven't found them. Um, oh, I take that back. No, I didn't smoke it. I gave it to uh, I gave it to Seago when I was at CDM in Chicago. When Saunders met me up there, when we went down in the vault, I, I got Atabay Gold. The Adam, it's the only one. Is, is that what it is? Adam, okay, Atabay Gold. Yeah, because the black doesn't come out till next year. Okay. That's a whole just separate a, just, problem. Fine, okay. Just the Atabay label, though, right? The right. one you see everywhere? Yeah. Sure. I got that. But that's when I bought those. I got the rest of those um, uh, spirits from Tatawahe. I bought that Davidoff box. Remember I was telling you about how they had that um, that Opus humidor in there? Yeah. The, the green is the, the 50th anniversary yeah. or whatever. It, was, it had 1,500 cigars in it, cutter and a lighter. It was like $75,000. He sold 15 of them. It was the last one. They were doing a raffle on it. Uh, that was the funny thing I told you about. It was like $1,200. That's the price of the stick. $1,200, you got a raffle ticket for the entire thing. And as we're leaving, the, they drew the winner. And upstairs in that CDM, there's only like four chairs in the corner. The lounge is private. You got to buy a day membership or you have to be a member to go down the elevator to the lounge in the bar. Sit in the corner, phone rings. Hello? <laughs> he won the damn humidor. He's sitting in the, sitting in the fucking lounge. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, to get the Atabay Byron and the Alfonso, it's steps. So you carry United. Then, okay. You've supported us for a year. They will generally start you in a small Atabay or Byron order. Right. You start working that to make sure you can support it because it's not a cheap cigar. Okay. The next year, right you back. can buy the Alfonso. 
and the Alfonso. Turn your mic off. Leave it here. Turn, yeah, you don't want to pull me. Yeah, hold on. Right the whole conversation is talking. Um, racist. Well, that's cool. Yeah, that's on the podcast. That's okay. He just called a black guy a racist. I don't, I don't know if that's okay. I'm not even sure how that works anymore. It's crazy. Because he's one of my best friends. I know. He's a big uh, Reaper fan, too. Oh, I'm sorry. Anyways. I'm not. You're just sorry <laughs> you don't care. Yes, that's all it is. Yeah, it's... I just, I downsize for my own peace of mind. I want to be able to offer the very best service I can to the companies I represent. And I just didn't feel I was doing that justice to Black Star Line or Big Sky. Right. No, I was opening some small accounts. Let's be clear, both Black Star Line and Big Sky make some phenomenal cigars. Sure, yeah. But when I walk into a shop and all they want to talk about is Atabay Byron, and I try to blend that conversation over and then yeah, you get that, shot down. That's a bummer. It makes yeah. it a pain in the butt. And yeah. I just felt that if they would get a different person that would be able, that didn't have to deal with what I do, they would probably get better service. Right, I I could understand that. That's that's noble of you, I guess is the word. I mean, it, it's it's also it's also got to suck, you know. It's like everybody wants to be a white label Davidoff account, you know what I mean? And yeah, do I think that it's you know I've met, I met some guys over years at the show that you know they've been Davidoff, you know they've been Camacho supporters since before the buy and the rebrand right. and you know they're doing 30 40,000 a year you know these guys I talk to these shops in California and uh, you know pretty much the west coast I met one guy in New York that was that was upset about it but and the reps are like here's the thing man if we put Davidoff in every every single store um, if you did it in every single store then Davidoff wouldn't be Davidoff right you know um, which I, I understand, I get it, you know, it's the same thing with, uh, Opus, whatever, is it? I think they're looking at your truck going, oh man, look at that fucking truck. Thing's yeah. huge. You put your golf cart in the back like of it and fuck off. Well, you know, I, I, I look at, so I gave you some of Eric's stuff. Yeah. Uh, Eric's got some phenomenal cigars over there. Um, I don't even have any of his baseline stuff. Basically, I had like a few left of what I didn't send back to him because when I stopped working for him, I sent him back the boxes and bundles I had left. Right. Because they're not mine, they're his. To me, that's what you do. That's the stand-up thing. And I'm not gonna lie to anybody. Did I keep a few for myself to smoke? You're darn right I did because I love his stuff. <laughs> yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that if you want to support and continue to support. You don't necessarily have to work for him to support that. Right. But, but all this, right. yeah. hold hold that thought. We're going to get into a, a next bourbon real quick, but I want you guys to hear this from our partners at Woodworks STL. Elevate your smoking ritual with Woodworks custom exotic wood ashtrays. Crafted to perfection, each ashtray tells a unique story of luxury and sophistication. Experience the artistry of exotic woods tailored to your taste. Discover yours today. Visit woodworks.co or Instagram at woodworks underscore STL. Ignite elegance with every ash. So what did you think of that um, bottle and bond? 
Um, oh, what's the cost on that bottle, by the way? Uh, it was fifty nine ninety nine in there, just in the brewery up in Kansas City. And Boulevard. Yes. Okay. I was going to say some kind of, you know, I would put it more in the unique line. It's got, uh, it didn't feel like a hundred to me. It felt a little sweet, a little different. Like after we drank it and whatever, kind of dried out my uh, top side of my tongue or whatever, which is what you guys were talking about. Seems like reasonable. Yeah, no, I, I agree. It wasn't That's... that bad. It really wasn't. No, uh, it's, I, I definitely, I think it's unique. Um, I would drink it again. I, that's kind of a summer whiskey, I think. Like, I think you could drink that, you know, yeah, it's, and it's not... feel heavy at all. Not at all. It's, it's got a really, like they said, the sweetness there, the plantain thing. You said banana, I'll go plantain, I'm there for it, but it also has, um, you know, it's got a head of a beer to it. That's how it finishes. You know, I, I'm thinking Blue Moon, you know, it's kind of whatever. I'm going to ask you a question, and I brought it. What the hell's the name of it? I, didn't even look. American malt whiskey. There you go. Bottle and bond. <laughs> it doesn't really, I mean, it doesn't really have a name. I right. mean, it says uh, it's part of the Brewer Distiller Alliance series, which you should look that up. Uh, it's Bo- Boulevard and Foundry Distilling American Malt Whiskey. But I think Boulevard has an American something beer. Damn, I don't drink a lot of Boulevard. Neither, uh, I, the only one I know for sure is that unfiltered wheat that they've had. Yeah, the I'm pretty sure that might be the play there. They, they, I think they have an American something beer, okay. maybe. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, I like that. That's cool. What do you think of the 20th? Well, I was good to see you guys were... The one thing I take out of this so far, and I'm not nearly as far into mine as you are, is it's very consistent so far. Uh, I'm not getting a lot of up and down uh, profile switches. Uh, it's definitely holding its ash well. I am not a person that wants to see how long of an ash I can get on a cigar. Um, I like it to breathe, but I mean, the cigar is smoking wonderfully cool, nice flavor. You know. I'm good with it so far. Yeah, I'm I'm totally good with it. Uh, I'm very, very excited about. It. I am glad that I held my anxiousness away, um, so that I could. Brian, you out? Later, brother. Yeah, go ahead, man. Go ahead. Last thing I'll say on my way out, you'd ask about the whiskey fest in Weston. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had roughly that I counted like. 25 whiskey vendors mm-hmm. um it was very well attended for as cold as it was the line you've been there oh yeah the line wrapped around the building nice up the street like toward maine yeah yeah and yeah. then turned the corner and went all the way down to the side entrance of the barley house oh nice there had to be five to six hundred people there now i didn't count obviously well i would hope uh, not. you'd lose count at ten Nine and a half. Well, that's a problem. <laughs> I was there selling cigars for All Saints and McAuliffe. Wonderful thing. Then next to me, I had Zane. Yep. And next to him was Rusty. Rusty, yeah. So that was it for cigars. And oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Wow. Damn, dude. Last year they had. Or was that two years ago now? There, there was five. Next year. Fuck yeah. yeah. There was five. From what I was told, there was the max. No, 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 no. Was there was. So the, we went in 21. Rusty was there. 
Luna was there. Right, well, I was Luna. Okay, you were Luna. Uh, Sam was there because Zane, right. Sam uh, from Ashton was up there. Right. Jared was there. Right, and somebody from Oh, maybe Jewish it was States. just five. Right, because somebody was there from Jewish States. Yeah, because now, oh, no, and um, no, Altidus was there too. Um, what's his nuts was there? He retired from Altidus. Uh, so. To five or six. Yeah, no shit. Okay, I guess that's it. Yeah. Because that's when everybody went nuts over that Penelope last year, and then we bought that VIP ticket, and we yeah. got all the... Uh, right, right. Um, so anyways, that's, uh, it was a wonderful event, wonderfully attended. Um, I really believe that cigar sales were pretty stout for all three of us. Yeah, yeah. Um, and other than that, you know, phenomenal event. They, for congrats sure. Congrats to them. Hell yeah, cool. Gentlemen, I have to take my leave and go uh, work. Thanks, man. Thanks for hanging out. Go work. Gotcha, brother. We'll see you here in a bit. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, brother. Yep. I'm going to leave that for you for now. All right. We'll bring it up so to you. If you want some more, have some more. All right. Thanks, my dude. So how was your Halloween? Oh. Listen, man. I think it was a great month for me. I did a lot of the things that I normally do. And I shot you a picture. I. Um, Where did you take that pumpkin out, dude? Where did I pick the pumpkin up? No, where'd you take it down to? Where were you at? I thought you would recognize it because one of my favorite, and I know you've been there before, was I told Janine um, I wanted to go to the Eye Buffet, get a hamburger. Yeah, yeah. And nobody there. Right. Just me and whoever was working. And I, we got there probably around 8.30. And I said, do you mind if I bring a pumpkin in? And she goes, no, they had a bunch of carved pumpkins in there lit up. It was super cool. And she made us a couple of hamburgers. It was great. And then we had a little adventure and um, went to a couple little local places in South uh, City that I like going. Then we ended up at Pops Blue Moon. Nice. And I got to see Terry and the crew. And uh, it was really enjoyable Halloween night. Nice. And uh, so it all wrapped up pretty damn cool. But it was a really a good month. Um, outside of the last week, which got extremely cold. Kind of, you know, but um, all in all, it was kind of a, a normal get around to all the places that I like to get around to. But no, I had a great time. And then, I mean, Sunday at Sofia's place, I mean, that is just with his uh, eclectic house yeah. that he has and everything. That well, we don't did, forget, we're, we're planning, so we're planning a Nightmare Before Christmas Guys Day just yeah, like that again. Something. I think we do it a little, a, a slightly different this time. What I think we do is we go um, night before Christmas party, right? Guys, you know, from, you know, whatever to whatever. No, that's what I'm saying. And then, and then the girls come, you know, because we're going to get, as soon as the girls come, we're going to get thrown outside to smoke. You and I both know that. Well, I thought we'd yeah. always been able to smoke in this house. I didn't think. Nah, when, you know, there's, there's never women around when we do that. Actually, I don't see it being a problem because yeah. his. I'll tell you what, dude. His fireplace heated that whole. Remember, I took my shoes off. I got hot. Yeah, you look like uh, uh, bro. A man in a, my uh, feet are sweating. I was, dude. You had your I was making my way to Cuba, not from two. Call them like skipper pants or something. They had capris on. Calves. You got some big calves. Yeah, I told you, dude. I have obnoxiously perfect calves for no fucking reason. Yeah. 
I remember this is a fun thing when when I was when I was when I was competing in powerlifting all the time, right? You know, one of the the most unique thing in powerlifting is like I told you, I always had a good bench. My bench was my thing, but that's because my body structure, like you, I've got a big back, big shoulders. That's my movement, right? Squats. I don't have massive leg. It took me five and a half years of training six days a week, two and a half hours a week, four days specified into squatting to squat 700 pounds. You know, and I even even then, even then, I did that in wraps, and it was a it was a, a press release. And if the judges, it wasn't a quick thing, it wouldn't have even mattered, right? Um, but I remember being in the gyms, all these power, all these bodybuilders and shit, and I'd be I'd be like leaning up, kind of stretching before I go to the squat. And they come up, they're like, "Dude, what do you do for your calves?" And I'm like, "I walk." They're like, "Bro, your calves? It's ridiculous." I'll show you. It's I mean, you can see them through my shit. It's fucking ridiculous. For and the only thing I can think of. Hockey. Played hockey so long, and I was I was never got to. If I'm, I firmly believe that if I would have stuck with playing hockey, I could have at least collegiated. You know, I probably could have, but you know, life happens. Things happen. You move. Things change. It is what it is. But dude, I was on skates seven days a week for both ice and inline. I guess what seven days a week. For, right, but then you play football too. Right. So, but think about when you skate, where's your, your balance starts in your heel, runs through the back of your legs, into your hamstrings, into your waist, right? Now there's two different realms of skating, right? There's skating with a stick. There's using the stick to create speed, to balance, to take offsets. Then there's skating. You know what was really funny for me for the longest time? If we just went to an ice rink to skate, I was a shitty skater. You put a stick in my hand, I'd skate like a fairy all over the fucking ice. Right. Because I had this false sense of support in front of me. Because let's be honest. That's interesting. Yeah, it, you know, I had, I had Christian sticks with Yarmir Yager's 61-degree blades, left-handed, because I'm left-handed. That was my sticks that I, that, I, that I played hockey with. Those things were so flexible. On skates, so when I was on skate, if I were on skates now, I'd be about 6'5". That would be my, my overall differential, right? But <laughs> that stick, I could lean into it, blade on the ground, and bend the shaft and touch the ground without it breaking. That was the flexibility in those. Synergy started releasing their rubber sticks. Do these things, like when we went to State Wars, you'd, the skills competition, they would do uh, speed on wrist, slap, and hack shots. So slap shot, you know, slap shot is wrist shot, flick of the wrist. Snap, I said hack, sorry. Snap shots are basically like a short choke and hit the puck. Dude, there are still pictures. I'll pull some of them when we get done. I can show you. Still, they still happen now. Synergy still makes these sticks. Guys are wrist shotting, and the picture's being taken this way against the blade on the puck, right? There's this big U with one hand here and another hand here. The flex in the stick just from this motion the damn stick will bend out like a U and snap it forward. It's absolutely crazy. Um, but that's what I think about. Like, it's so funny to this day. Like, you just, oh, you calves. Like, there's fucking, it's just stupid, man. For no reason. Well, it's I'm like, I wish I could be one of those guys. You know those guys, you know, that wake up and they yawn and they have a six-pack? Yeah. I want to be that guy. I want to be that guy. Fuck the calves. <laughs> well, we're given what we're given, and it sounds like you had uh should Listen, be a calf I had, model. I had some God-given thighs that really helped me out, but... 
When I was in high school, we had a lifting program, but I really wouldn't call it a lifting program. Um, but I did lift a lot. Was, I, I trained at Gold's. Was that the... Oh, okay. Did, when did, I was in Jennings, when I was in high school. But then when I went to William Jewell, I got into a, a pretty steady lifting program. But what was funny is then when I got invited and signed with the Chiefs, there were lifts that I had never done before. And what's really funny is the son of the strength coach for the Houston Oilers was my, um, he was in my fraternity. And he goes, and I was like, I says, holy shit, bro, I got some of these lifts that I have to do that I need to seriously get on. Anyway, the funny thing was, one of them was like the cling and jerk, which I never spent a lot of time nope. doing. The deadlifts, nope. which I, and my bench, and I'm just, my bench, what I had to do for my body weight, which I think I was 215, I had to bench like 320. Yeah. I don't know if I had to do it two times, 320 I had to do it two times, but I was never worried about my squat or whatever. But that cling and jerk, that's a brutal, if Dude, you that, don't do the cling and jerk, that's brutal. <laughs> that's one of those things that, that you know when crossfit started getting really big in popularity and they do full motion movements and olympic lifts and things like that like i remember uh when we first got together aaron was working with a guy and she called me and said this dude was trying to have us do jerks with 210 pounds and i'm like right he does that shit again you let me know i'm gonna come over there and fucking break his back and she's i think like, that the clinging jerk was i like, had to do was my yeah, body weight she was like well, why i'm like because <laughs> that's what he's trying to do to you he's gonna break your fucking back it's gonna hurt you you know and uh but I remember, like, I mean, in high school, like, after, like, starting sophomore year, you took advanced PE, right? It was weight training. That's what it was. You know, playing football, you'd, you'd go in. Um, Les Kelly was the coach. Um, come in, you'd go. And I, I squatted one time. This, this is what was crazy about me. Like, I squatted one time with a squat bar when I was 15, and I didn't do it again until I was 26 years old. This kid, we go under the bar. It was we were doing pyramids, right? Which you'll you'll when I explain this, you'll know what they were. This used to be a really big training tactic. Still works today, but it's definitely been dialed into percentages and not weights based on weight, right? Not downward percentages, percentages of said max. So like, you know, you get there, fuck my 165 pounds. Okay. Your first rep will be 30 pounds under, your next rep, you'll do that for five, then you'll do 25 pounds under for four. Three, two, one, one, two, three, four, five, right? Do them. I'm sure they were like buttery, whatever, no big deal. This kid gets under there. It's weight training. That's the class. So, yes, you have some, you know, high school athletes like us. Then you also have you know, kids that have to take advanced PE because it's a requisite, right? A requirement. Kid gets under it. I don't know what it was, 130, 150. Squats down. It was the first time I saw a man's knee go to his right toe. And his left foot was at his ass. Ugh. Blue. I'd never. never I, I damn near failed P.E. Because I wouldn't do that. But I also, at 170 pounds at 16, was benching 315 pounds for doubles. You know what I mean? So That's pretty I, strong. I, I, but I couldn't. I, I couldn't deadlift 200 pounds. I, you know, I could shoulder press 80-pound dumbbells. You know, well, like, was, it was just silly shit. It was funny because the first day we got in the gym with, uh, I, I wish I could remember his name, 
I might by the end of this thing. But anyway, he said, all right, let's go. And um, he put 300. I lifted it right off the bat. He goes, that's amazing. Um, then we did 400. I lifted it. And he's like, okay, so I'm just telling <laughs> He's like, for you to start deadlifting now and do that right off the bat, he goes, you're a freaking freak. I just had naturally oh. strong legs and, and really. Well, that's the I funny thing. That's the funny thing about deadlifting. Pretty, that's not your legs. That's your back. <laughs> okay. Well, my back, yeah. whatever the hell it was. Uh, well, no, that's what something you had to learn. naturally strong yeah. in those areas. Yeah. And dude, that's so like. I took I, on to that real well. I saw guys when I was competing that 185 pound guys, you know, they're like 184, I think, was after the kilo load. It was like 184. These guys could squat, you know, what, 300 pounds. They'd bench. You know, 225 was strong. They deadlift 600 pounds. And it's like, holy shit. But then when you looked at them, they were these, you know, I'm not going to say you can't be six feet tall and 165 pounds or 184 pounds. You're probably malnourished at that point or you're really, really skinny. They were like 5'2 and just in their back. And their arms did this, but they had small arms and then they were really big. It was just how bodies were built and how they worked. And it was crazy. And, you know, I remember, I remember benching and 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 just all the time I do it. And now I laugh now, but it's like I to this day, like when I curl out like this, I have these pains. Like right now, through my hand shaking and my elbow, just I'm sure that that you know it's the most. I used to tell guys in the gym, like I would go. Sometimes you just, you had to do it. You go to the local gyms, right? Like I'd go to a what's around here, like an exists, right? And well, I'm doing, back in the day, we're all gold. Well, around here, right? And I'm doing close grip pin presses at 375. And these guys are like, how the hell do you do that, man? They're like, I can't even, I can only bench 225. I'm like, what do you do? He's like, oh, I'm a police officer, or I'm, a, um, I'm an accountant, or I'm this or I'm that. I'm like, that's fucking strong, dude. That is strong. You know the most unnatural movement in the world that human beings are not designed to do? Lay flat on your back and push three times your body weight off your chest. You're not built for it. That's not what these are made for. These are not made to do this. You know what I mean? Like, they're not made to do this. You're not made to hold boulders over your head. You're not going to do that. Now, to get under something and lift it up, natural movement, right? You're using the force to push yourself up. You know, it probably was used back in the day to pull a boulder out of the way so the, the cheetah didn't eat you or whatever, you know? Um... But yeah, it's crazy. That was, that was kind of fun. I'm laying on the weightlifting stuff. That was that was cool. Um, but I, we're getting ready. We're gonna fire up this next size. So what's the size on that box? What does it say? Grand Chateau or whatever. Is that what it is? Ooh, careful there, stud. Hold on, right here. Yeah, Grand Chateau. Yeah, that's a size in brown label or in Miami ten. For this. It is a hold that lid, dude. There's no latch on it. Your cigar's gonna fall out. It's a. I'm gonna go with 654. It's probably what that is. Which is not. I mean, where you want to trade? That's fantastic. Yeah. There it is. Take some of these. Oh, I'll get you one more, huh? Oh, they fit my box. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I am very, very excited about this. So we're going to start doing this new edition uh, for the Patreon. At the end of the episode, we're going to do a 
two-minute audio recording, and we're actually going to rate the cigar that was smoked on the podcast. Now, this podcast, it's going to be kind of redundant because I think we're talking about how much. You know, normally we don't dive too deep into the cigar. Right. We've been getting these questions if we could dive a little deeper. So we're going to start doing this two- to five-minute thing where we give an overall honest rating on what we smoked and how we felt about it, and we're going to post that for the Patreon. Um, Full Metal Jacket is clear in the lead right now. Uh, it's probably going to win. It's four votes ahead of everything else. I know that's pretty funny. It's <laughs> because I went to the bathroom for all intents and purposes, and we talked about this military thing, and I started, of course, there's like, okay, so kind of serious military, but yet, yeah, in Full Metal Jacket, there are definite spots where you're just like, oh, snap. Well, the He's funniest in the thing, and, you know, there's some shit going we're gonna, on. We're gonna obviously going to talk about this again on the, right. on the 9th, but the funniest thing about Full Metal Jacket is the first, like, half of that movie is a comedy. It's an honest comedy. It's, you know, it's, it's real life, but then the but second half life, is the but deployment. it's true. Yeah. And I was, like, in there, like, okay, these guys are pondering, and I just scream out from the bathroom, I want Full Metal Jacket. Right, right. And everybody's like, oh, yeah, for I didn't think about that one. Yeah. So, did you watch? Um, did you? So, I, I, hang on. I want to wrap up October real quick because this is our first podcast in November. Um, we are going to have a really cool New Year's Day podcast. Um, I'm hoping because I'm hoping this Playboy comes with me to Kansas City, but we'll figure it out. Okay. Um, considering his birthday is the day we're going up there, so. Um, but uh, did you watch anything really, really cool or new that you enjoyed? During October, because actually, and I want to, I want to lead with this. Do you know what I was really upset with this year? No. The lack of horror-themed content. That because let's face it, I, I think everyone that listens to this podcast, I still have cable TV. There's some I, that's how I watch football on cable fucking TV. But I think everybody streams, right? Right. There was no. Not no, there were few, but there was not an abundance of like Hulu does Halloween. Yeah, I but guess Hulu what you're had like, like Hulu puts a pack of good Halloween. Yeah, yeah, but this, this year, no, you got to pay for them, bro. And this year they were all from like twenty one, nineteen, oh four. You know, like I did find some movies I hadn't seen in a while that I forgot about that I was like, oh, but that's you had to spooky pay for as shit. You had yeah, to pay for them. and then you know Netflix didn't do it. Netflix went hard on the ghost hunter shit. Well, then and they I had... fucking hate ghost hunting shows. The one I watch is Sam and Colby. They're on YouTube. They're the young kids that do their thing. They're a blast. Now that got introduced to me by Riley and, and everything like that, but they're awesome. They're fun. They cut. There's some really creepy shit they do that's really fun, but then they make really cool swag. Well, you we know, got but, into the Hill House, the haunting of the Hill House. We watched that. Then we were into the. Um, well, the fall of the House of Usher. The fall was of the House of Usher. We watched, and then best. Bodies. We watched. I see. I didn't watch Bodies. So that's pretty interesting. It's What's pretty Bodies. Damn, well, it's the story kind of of. The bottom line is it it, and I still don't know because I'm still only four or five episodes in, but it's um, time travelers. And futuristic people going back to control the future of somebody that wants to have, you know, like a specific culture or whatever. It would be like, um, you know, one of the bad guys. Um, 
you know, the Fiera. Yes. And he's going back, and they're trying to create this, and they're trying to keep this line going anyway, and there's deaths, and there's coming back. Anyway, it's really interesting. I, I still don't know if I fully grasp what's going on, but there are different players coming back, and they don't know that they're in, and, and it all has to do with these uh, murder investigations and these... Um, these detectives who are getting close to the answer and then somebody shows up and you know putting like a fucking kibosh on it oh no shit so it's really interesting it's called bodies and then okay. you know the house of usher which was that was crazy amazing and but then even the house of haunting which is kind of the haunting of the hill prelude house to that or? well so it's an anthology series by the same the same creators um so you had the haunting of hill house then you had the haunting of Bly manor which that show so so season one haunting of hill house season two the haunting of bly manor that show the first eight episodes it's a whole lot of but then the last two episodes the kind of girl in the swamp the haunting thing it's crazy it's a lot of fun then the third season is the fall of the house of usher and it's kind of an anthology thing where like each season some of the same actors portray different people in the show so there's going to be another one in 20 either 24 or 25 it'll be something else so it's kind of like american horror story but you know? to come back to your uh statement earlier i felt like netflix and a lot of these guys had planned to have some of these um haunty kind of spooky things that they're introducing but oh, if bro, you wanted to ball. listen to the old like you know, if you want to listen, to, if you want to watch The Thing or the Halloween or any of these classics, you're going to have to pay for them. Well, okay, so even this, right? So I've got my HBO Max or Max. No, I can find right? a free one once in a while. Right, but. hang on. So I, yesterday on Halloween, I was like, I got home and we, we were going to do, we ended up not going to haunted houses because, dude, the fucking prices for Creepy World? It was $48 per person, T-shirt, whole thing. That night at 7 p.m., there were 124 a person. Wow. And I was like, okay, I don't know that I want to spend $300 for people in makeup to get, like, come right. on, man. Are you kidding? So then we looked at the one on 44 up in, uh, um, not Union, it starts with an S. What, what's up there? Um, not Union. Um, yeah, but either way. Either way. You know, that one I went was to Creepy sold. World, and I got... I loved it. We did creepy. But it got long. I was like three oh, hours. I'm still not. It's through a the whole five hour thing. haunt if you want to do the whole thing. I was thing. like, it's holy 13 shit! Thirteen haunted houses. The thing I really want to do is they were doing a freak show on Halloween. So they were gonna have. This is gonna go over so bad, and I'm so sorry. Kind of not really though. The bearded lady, the the fat baby, the oh, sword. So they were smaller, going old school, old, like where like they would 20s, bring these 30s traveling carnivals down, like the carnival kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, they were doing that that night, but they. Dude, the prices. And then if you want to add, because I wanted shirts. I was getting like four shirts. I was going to get you a shirt, you know, like Creepy World, you know, because you got me the haunt shirts. Yeah. I was like, dude, we should, the fucking shirts were like 50 bucks. I'm like, if we went yesterday, the oh, shirts were $22. Like, well, I don't I don't understand. And it's the same shirt. But, um, for example, you're talking about Halloween. I was like, I'm going to go home and I'm going to watch. Look, I've seen Halloween <laughs> a thousand fucking times. I hate Halloween 3 of the Season of the Witch. I'm like, I haven't seen it in like 15. I'm like, I'm going to watch it. So I go to 
HBO because I know it's it's got Halloween on there. Michael Myers, they got a whole section for it. <laughs> there was Halloween, Halloween two, Return of Michael Myers, Halloween four, six, H two O, Halloween Rob Zombie, Halloween two Rob Zombie, and I'm like, where are the other five movies? So I go to Prime. Well, I could buy Halloween 3 for 20 yeah. I'm like, come on, man. Like, fuck. I know. And I saw, I told you this. We talked about it on the podcast. You know me in horror movies. I am, I am a slasher fiend. I fucking love slashers. I went to the theater, bought pre-release tickets for Halloween ends. And if there was a way that I could punch God in the face and get three hours of my life back, you take me up right now. That that movie was garbage, garbage, and then I did it again recently. I told you, The Exorcist believer. Yeah, bullshit. You're a believer, but no, I don't believe in that <laughs> at all. It was garbage, man. All right, so we're gonna cheers this Heaven Hill, pour ourselves another drink. You guys, hang out for one second. Miguel is back with FFK. We are very excited about this. He's got a bunch of new stuff coming out. Let's take a listen to this. Hey guys, FFK here. Make sure to tune into every episode of Craft and Boodle. And don't forget that, as listeners, you guys receive a 15% discount on the entire order when you shop at my store. Promo code CraftBoodle15. Once again, CraftBoodle15. Make sure you follow me at Instagram at FFK underscore stands so you can receive that discount. And once again, thanks for listening and thanks for enjoying the podcast. We were, we were just saying, um, so if you guys want to follow the video and everything like that and all the extras, it's patreon.com slash craftandpuro. There's a $1 and a $3 option for you guys. Jump on to kind of check out what we're doing. You know, we don't sell anything or anything like that on there, but that's where you get the videos. Still get to send them a live stream. Uh, the Sunday, Sunday cigar reviews. Um, you get the Squirtin' Germans blog. You get the new cut in light or let it burn out that's going to be our after thing that we do with the cigar and everybody um not to jump off your thing but back to sunday oh yeah stogies and cinema all of us brought something i brought um which i don't remember talking much about what it, it was the smoke wagon smoke wagon and we had an elijah craig and then um the russian we didn't had, have elijah craig what yeah what what a uh, little book i had little book you had little book, and by the way, I want to have that little book. That little book is the best little book I've ever had. I don't know why, but I, I just love I that may, little may book. That may make that happen for okay. you. Okay. So then, that little book was amazing because usually it's a little hot, but that thing was like a spicy pumpkin, man. That thing had everything for me. <laughs> Funny story, I real quick. It. So I'm putting all my bottles away, and I'm going through, and I'm like, okay, so I have 18, 19, 20. 22, 23. I'm like, where the fuck is tw- Oh, Super Bowl. Oh. When the Chiefs won, I brought it out and I poured it. Yeah. For 18 people. And you brought some Diaz. I brought the Mel Diaz too. out. Yeah. The Marinitos. Marinitos. Yeah. Anyway, go with. Bro, I'm loving this size. Mm-hmm. I'm really loving this. I'm not trying to. I thought for you, sure you would dig on this, but that I'm actually excited for that. I'm curious if it's spicier. There's more. There's more. It's more filler. You know what I mean? Like size. They're the same. The same length cigar. It's just. I mean, they are pretty damn good. They are, but it's just, you know, uh, what eight points more in 
in girth? Girth matters, I guess. Like I say with the pumpkins, if you're picking one out, you know, it's all about the stem. Which so. I carved a bunch of pumpkins. Um, I have some pictures, but I had some ghoulish. At the end of the toasted bro. At the end of the day, um, you know, uh, you pick some pumpkins that are your traditional, but then I look for ones that are oblong, have good stems, and I see a face in it and whatever. And um, I don't know. I I tried to do this one, and I have some pictures up on it. I tried to do oogie boogie. I think I was fairly successful. You d see, but I think you need a. I think you should do a gourd for Oogie Boogie and make. Let his, me tell you something, bro. The gourds are hard. Yeah, but they're let, like three hey, inches let, let thick. You, let me tell you something, hardcore. bro. Let me tell you something, bro. If, any, if anyone can carve it, it's you, asshole. Yeah, but here, you, mean, here you go. Here you hard. go, avoiding your art skills again. <laughs> I love you. I love you, dude. But anytime it comes to pumpkins, you're like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I stuck I'm my like, knife dude. in one of these white ones, <laughs> and I'm like, I couldn't even hardly get my knife in it. It was gourds. That's why, I mean, that pumpkin, if I put it in my basement, will last for two years. Oh, Easy. okay, okay. Easy. Okay. That's so what's the difference between a gourd and a pumpkin? I think, I think it really has to do with the structure. I mean... Uh, is it the root? same, like, seed that grows them? Or uh, is it, no, it's all fucking oh, okay. different. okay. And um, the construction of original pumpkin, which there's tons now, um, they all have different, like when you, everybody thinks like, well, a pumpkin's a pumpkin, and fuck no, there's no way. Everyone cleans different. Some just shave and shave forever, because I like to get a clean, because when I cut, I don't want shit hanging over the eyes or whatever. So a lot of time on cleaning, the carving um, goes so much better. But the gourds are so thick. They're like almost, the texture is so tight and um, hard to even get a, I'm talking tight. You almost like got a saw fucking through them or drill through them. Um, so they be, they create a different challenge is all I'm oh, okay, basically okay. saying. I would love next year I, I would love to find a, a cool gourd and 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 see if you could carve one out. You almost have to you get know what a mean? power Oogie boogie, you know, get that pillowcase kind of head. It'd be kind of, but you do really good with your, see, you stem pick, though, and that's what you talked about. It, well, you got to look for the right one. You stem pick, which is cool. I've actually got a pumpkin rolling around the back of my truck that Max grabbed this weekend. Still sitting there. So back, it's, I mean, it's fucking every bit of this right here uh, it's every bit of this it's about that tall on the stem well i'll show you some pics of what's up baby sharing this real quick oh that's yours thank you brother that's oogie boogie i know <laughs> may i critique yes the only that's oogie boogie Right there. That's Oogie Boogie. First time I ever carved him a little. The only thing I'd say is... Oh, you're looking at one pick. Well, go well, ahead. No, okay. I, I, I want to see the... If, if the stem is there, oh. it's Oogie Boogie. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's all I'm saying. The face, 100% is Oogie Boogie. Yeah. The 100%. 
But you, dude, I've watched you. I have watched you in the middle of a podcast. We're sitting there pouring drinks. I think we had finished the podcast. And you, you get your little fish knife. Uh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, that's what and I'm talking about. And the stem is And then huge. Skellington's next to him. Yeah, that's 100%. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, I like that guy. That guy. <laughs> yeah, 100%, dude. You know what you're doing. Oh, send me that picture. That was a cool one. Um, but I've watched you take your little fish knife. You There's have that the stem. Old See it, how it comes oh, up yeah. curves? That's oogie boogie. See, I yeah, mean, that is that's amazing. Cool. It comes up and curves over. Mm -hmm. It's huge. So with him, the only thing I would say is you make Oogie Boogie turn his head to where his stem is back like a ponytail, and that's the fucking pillowcase thing. It's pretty close. It's, it's solid, dude, close. yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, guys, like when he carves these pumpkins, I, we, we've, we've had someone before be like, well, dude, if you just follow the stencil a little closer, I'm like, you don't quite understand. No he doesn't stencil. He doesn't even mark it. He looks at it and he fucking Van Goghs the damn thing. It's ridiculous. It's annoying. This guy, <laughs> this guy was so fucking fat. I had to put a clear twistle stick to hold his face up. Oh, what? Uh, like a twistle stick. A clear, because you enlighten me on a twistle stick. Well, like a clear, heavy plastic. I have twistle sticks that I've got like a twistle stick, and then I've got like a van, like a bat with a. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, it's, it's got a stick in the top. Right. Anyway, anyway, these will go into. I'm thinking about next year, because I've been doing this for so long. Um, being totally prepared and doing a book. On the pumpkin boy carvings, you know, kind like of comic book. No, I mean I can send like I did a like book. an artistry book. Yeah, like okay, I'll put I'll pick out like you know maybe a hundred of my best pumpkins and put them in a little book. Nice. You put them all in there and you send them to Walgreens and they'll fucking create a book for you. I'm gonna need one of those. It's fucking amazing. Also, next year when we we're gonna have five events in October next year, not three, but we'll space them over the weeks. Um, mm. I'm gonna. We're gonna need a a cyclops. Yes. Gonna, see, I gotta see you carve cyclops into a pumpkin and reaper. And here's the challenge, Playboy. Spooky in a pumpkin. <laughs> mm. Yeah. But All it right. can't be a stencil. You you have to no, kind of create you, a fence. Well, because uh, there is no stencil for the artwork that we use for the, the, the cigars. It doesn't exist. All right, so let's no. jump into so, let's, uh, let's talk about, first of all, Stanley's. You want to recap all of October? I think we should. We haven't done it because we, we, we attempted. All right, let's start Cigar Vault, the beginning of October. It was October yeah. 3rd, 2nd. Second, third? Okay, whatever. The, uh, Opening okay. week, we, we sat right there. We watched Mizzou lose to LSU. That was that game. Close, though. We podcasted that morning. They yeah, that was a few themselves. mistakes. I really think they mistakes. should have won it. But that was the uh, inaugural melting head event. Um, yeah, you had a, um, your thing was to have these candles that mm -hmm. kind of break down on each one of our podcasts. Because they're, they're fucking awesome. They are. they are. They're amazing. Um, they are going to exist every podcast from now on. Oh. Uh, I was able to find six more cases of them, so I bought them. So we have enough candles for three years. We should get our own candles. Make our own. Dude, candles. so actually, actually, Twinkle Brews, there's a shout-out, honey. 
We are talking uh, the next couple of weeks. Uh, this might be a December thing because November is really tight for everybody. I understand that. Um, so much, though, is like our Stogies and Cinema that you vote on on Patreon. Uh, normally, you guys have five weeks to vote for that movie. You got ten days. Uh, that vote wraps up next Tuesday. Uh, I'm sorry. You have six days total. Next Tuesday, that vote wraps up. We're announcing the winning of the movie, and we're doing that movie on Thursday next week. Uh, Elevators is a go, by the way. I'll talk about it after. Um, but... Uh, in December, Twinkle Brews is a local girl here that I told you about. I remember the first time that you showed me Cass's Candles? Yeah. And I was like, oh, I've seen that before. There's this girl that takes the beer cans and the bottles and makes the candles. Yeah. We are working on a Craft Impero candle. Beautiful. The tricky part is who and what do we do the candle with? Because you can't put... I don't know if you can't, but I would imagine if you put tobacco in a candle, once the flame got to the tobacco, it would light up. I don't know. We're going to do something really cool, but we'll have that conversation uh, a little later. Cool. Um, but, yeah, so I bring the melting head candle. And I, these actually come from a guy in Iowa. Um, I don't know who you are. Thank you for having a marketplace on Amazon. I have sent you a message, and uh, if for any reason you did click on the link that I sent you and you're listening to this episode, we're going to send you guys some cigars. You guys are awesome, and thank you for doing the candles. Um, so we had the event. We did it a little different. We set up right on the corner of the bar at Cigar Vault, and Spooky went insane that day. Uh, Spooky sold incredibly well. We watched the Mizzou game. Uh, we did have a couple different cocktails. We did some cigar pairings, and it was the launch of Spooky. That was day one. Go. Uh, then over the next two weeks, we placed Spooky into Captain Z's. Came down here with uh, Jimmy and placed Spooky here, which is doing great in the humidor. Uh, we shared a lot of those smoking experiences on, on Instagram. Um, we unfortunately couldn't get our grand crew event this year, but we are locked in for next year. Don't you worry. There is going to be a grand crew event soon. Um, but, uh, then we followed up with that. We wrapped out that, that third week we did the chiefs game it was a Thursday night. We had, we busted out the Tatawai monster yep. monster mash. Uh, we smoked a couple cigars out of that. We went up to a local big chief, watched the game. Chiefs won, no big deal, went home, and then we prepped for that final weekend. And uh, our final weekend running into Halloween, Thursday night, the 26th, we were at Stanley's. Charles P. Stanley Cigar Company, technically the oldest still-functioning cigar lounge in Missouri. Um, we set up there. It was a $40 ticket. That $40 ticket got you a bag of cigars one of each of our blends, Cyclops, Hooligan, Reaper, Spooky. Uh, and then there were five or six bourbons they were tasting off. And then a killer jazz band. Those guys ripped it up for five hours. Just that sax music. player was amazing. Like, I'm, I, I don't know how it happened, but I feel like that sax did not stop for five hours. It just kept going. It was amazing. And um, we went from there... Uh, amazing event. We actually walked out of there uh, about an hour before the event ended. We ran out of Cyclops. Uh, Hooligan fell into a 12-stick deficit. We were repacking. Um, two we boxes were, of Spooky yeah, went. We great. ended up selling a bunch. That was a blast. 
was a great time, and thank you to let's go Jacob, Barry, Patrick, O, Jaden, everybody that was there, everyone that came out and saw us was amazing. Um, and then we backed that straight up with work the next day. We both went to work that day. Yep. And then we were at Bootleggers in Washington, Missouri, Bootlegger Cigar and Apothecary, Friday night at 5 p.m. Set that up. We had a really cool kind of personal start to it, goofed off, and Holy then crap, boom, boy. man. It. We had, I kept that little girl, by the way. All right, what's his name? What's it? What, uh, Bill's Badass name. Billy D. Bell ass Billy Day. Uh, bad ass Billy D. Bad ass Billy D. He could not contain himself at the end of the night. He was having so much goddamn fun. Well, so my joke was everyone's we like. We were just killing it, I, having so much fun. Everyone's asked me, like, do you ever seem like that before? I was like, actually, this is the first time I've ever hung out with Bill before or after noon. Normally, yeah. anytime I'm up here, it's like 9 a.m. Like, yeah. <laughs> We're having coffee and bagels, bro. <laughs> we were eating cookies, bagels, whatever the hell you get our hands on, and we were doing it. And old Bill was lighting it up, man. He was like his kid again. He had so much fun. We had so much fun. Yeah. It was an amazing night because his place, if you've never been there, is totally old school. Um, it is. His music eclectic. is all antique, vintage Halloween music. 20s which I 20s love. and 30s Jesus that's what that's Crazy. what he dialed into he that's that's how he found it he like, he did an entire um believe it or not most of his halloween music is christmas music from the 20s yeah. um but he had great decorations bunch of great time the vfw was doing a chili cook off that we walked down there and never got any chili then we came back um had a great time Badass Billy D was in full effect. Love that guy. We are very happy to announce um, his speakeasy is opening one January to the public. Um, he's got a beautiful new concept that's coming out. It's going to be incredibly unique. Uh, very high allocations. Awesome German beers. Uh, Swedish vodkas, uh, specific. Just his whole view on everything is so different. It's amazing, it's refreshing. man. Um, he has a really good vibe going out there. And then Saturday, uh, I took it fairly easy. Um, I did I end did up. Not. I did end up down at. Well, hang on. I said fairly. I did end up down at Cigar Vault. Uh, the Pacific Partnership had a trunk or treat thing going on they had all of main street shut down or st louis street shut down 100 plus booths kids and families trick-or-treating in the rain it was so cool this storm came through it was raining sideways every booth had walls up kid parents were getting wet holding umbrellas for their kids to trunk or treat it was really cool to watch i sat in the lounge i was watching the uh Auburn game, I think, is what was or the Oregon game. Sorry, the Oregon game was on. They had those really cool, like uh, metallic green. Oh, they got gold a new uniforms on. Hey, hey, that's it's what happens when you're by fucking Nike. But um, was awesome. Uh, we ended up selling a bunch of spooky. It was really cool. Uh, I smoked a new Foundation cigar I hadn't had. Uh, I was drinking Booker's uh, 2016-04. Uh, that was a great time. So we took it back, and then I, I fired up uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. And the kids were all around, big fire outside. It was really cool. Uh, and then Sunday was Stogies and Cinema. 
and I don't think we skipped a beat. So how was your weekend after bootlegger? So we talked about this. This is our fourth quarter game, right? This is our, our, yeah. our full football game. Yeah. First quarter was Thursday. Second quarter was Friday. Third quarter, we were separate Saturday. Fourth quarter, we, we culminated the whole damn thing. Sunday, we were together, and then Monday, recoup. We got back to work, got that all done, and then about midday, uh, me and Janine, of course, because of the weather, we had to head down to the uh, farm. Well, how was your Saturday, though? What did you do Saturday? Oh, Saturday, we went out to um, uh, Legends. Uh, some of our friends from out there, one in particular, had a Halloween party, and we went out there and hung out in the back. Even though it was raining, they had, like, these tents they had a disco room out there it was jim's 70th birthday and we all hung out it was fantastic they they spared no expense making everything fantastic and we smoked some i brought out some uh spooky and everybody got a chance to smoke a few things and um, i think we got out of there around 12. came back to the uh you know the agua ranch everything was cool and then Monday we went back to work, and then we had to go down and blow the lines out. And uh, went down there, me and Janine had a few spooky stops, which of one was Cuba, Roses, yeah. which she kills it. Sullivan was that town I was thinking was, of, sorry. Her place is Cuba, though. We've done, we all at one point, um, we had five. We rented five, uh, the wagon wheel. Um, these look like old Ozark rooms with the stone and we rented these rooms. Everybody decorated their room and then we went to Rose's um, for her Halloween thing. And we did that a while ago, probably six years ago. But it was so much fun and we went and visited her, had a drink with her. And then we basically came home, enjoyed our Monday. And, um, and then work again, of course. And then... Um, we did some spooky, Iowa Buffet is always on my list around spooky night. And then of course we ended up on Halloween at um, Pops Blue Moon. Pops Blue Moon. Saw Terry and the crew and everything and there was good. And then we went home and had a sleepy night. All right. And then we're up to date, but it was a great October. I thought it was all fantastic. And now I'm looking forward to November. The, the crazy thing is though, it's like, I did feel like I was done with kind of Halloween. Uh, not that I'm ready for Christmas, but just a transformation, a slow transformation. Put away the Halloween shit. And now, of course, we have pool closings, blah, 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 blah. And now we're just easing into our November month because we have a lot going on in November and December. I never want Halloween really to end, do. but we are pretty busy November and December too. So, all right. We're going to go ahead and wrap the podcast up. If you guys want to join the Patreon, stick around. We're going to do the cut and light or let it burn away. Uh, we're going to talk about the scar overall for a few minutes. And then uh, we're going to do what we do. We're going to hang out, have a couple of drinks, and uh, we'll wrap this up. So from the Viking, mahalo, guys. Thank you so much. It's been a great day here at Grand Crew. Um, we can't wait to see you guys next week. And uh, we will let you know what's going on then. So from me, mahalo. And from the Bourbon Cowboy, listen, uh, I think there's some more exciting things to come. I think uh, November is going to be fantastic. I think there's some things in the work back at the Mad Russians. And then we've got some, we're going to be off-site. We're going to be in Summit for some fun stuff. We're going to be in Weston, yep. which, uh, 
me and the Viking are going to be doing some stuff in uh, Weston, which we love. Yep. And um, so there should be some fun stuff coming down the road. So listen, from the Ribbon Cowboys, always listen. Uh, thank you for listening in. And until next time, giddy up. You're listening to Stone Tribe on the Craft and Puro podcast. Download our brand new song, Island Time, and help us raise money for United Cerebral Palsy. 25% of our profits go to help families pay for desperately needed medical equipment and procedures. Connect with Stone Tribe at stonetribemusic.com for music and the latest Stone Tribe merch.